Welcome to the Good Body Podcast. This is Michelle Newman, and here we talk about everything body image, mindset, and nutrition. The true path to overall health is through those three things. Let's dive in. Today, I'm going to share with you two lessons that I learned from macro counting and why I stopped counting my macros. I'll start off with a little bit of preface of where I was coming from. I came from the paleo world, or some might call it more of the clean eating world, where I believed that food quality was king. And energy balance wasn't something that was really on my mind. I wasn't really thinking about in versus out. I was just thinking about how nutrient dense the food that I was eating was. Like, was it healthy enough? Was everything that I was eating healthy enough? So in a lot of ways, macro counting was mind blowing to me. I remember thinking, this is life changing. The thought that I can have a cookie without feeling like I need to have a quote unquote cheat, which is what I used to do. And so coming into the macro world, one thing that I loved learning was balance. Now, protein was something that was already on my mind, and I was thinking about it every time that I ate because I had studied up a lot on blood sugar balance. And I know that with clients that I've worked with in the past, I know that protein is always something that people are awakened to when they do count their macros is understanding how much protein the body actually needs. And it's not even just the protein that opened up my eyes to the balance that was available to me with my eating, but it was also the balance with carbohydrates. The whole idea that I could have a dessert without the guilt and without it quote unquote ruining my day or any of that was so transformative to my mindset. I don't think people should feel guilty after eating stuff like that, but that is where I came from. That is the space that I was in prior to counting macros. And so understanding that I could work treats in and still feel okay was so mind-blowing to me. And I didn't feel like I had to justify food or save up and then binge. I felt like I could find stuff that I enjoyed and work it into my day. The second lesson that I learned from macro counting is that structure helps us thrive. Now, I'll dive into this a little bit more on the second portion where I share why I stopped. But structure helps us thrive. I look at my kids. I look at what helps them have the best day and it's having structure. When we wake up and we don't have any kind of plan, it's really hard for us to move forward towards the things that we're really wanting. And so I found that structure was what helped me thrive, but it was up to me to define that structure. So I could move it around and figure out where do I feel best expending these macronutrients and where do I feel best pulling some of this and adding that in there. It just felt like it was a good way for me to kind of create my own recipe for success with the structure that helped me thrive. Now with those two lessons, I want to just share because I feel like there's lots of us that have either tried macros, been interested in macros, but I want to share why I stopped. And I have to first say, I do not regret my stint of counting macros. And I say that knowing that I developed some undesirable habits while I was macro counting. Some of those undesirable habits included binge eating. And it's funny, for the longest time, I always thought I was alone in that until I started talking to more people. And I've talked to lots of dietitians that have told me how many of the eating disorders or disordered eating habits that that they have seen that have all rooted from 
people that have started counting macros or people that have done a macro challenge or a body recomposition challenge. And so if you fall into this category, you are seen and you are not alone. If you don't fall into this category, there's still a lot that I feel like there's good and bad to all of it, if that makes sense. I think for a long time, I regretted my macro journey because I felt like more bad than good came out of it. But I look at it now and feel like I learned an insurmountable amount of information that has really helped me in this space that I'm at. And it took some unlearning and it took some experimenting with different things to find what works for me, but why it was that I finally stopped. I was craving wanting to listen to my body more. And when it comes down to it, I didn't want to spend all of my mental capacity on these numbers. I know a lot of people have the ability to macro count and for it not to take up so much space in their brain. But being in the position where I'm like making dinner for my family or just being aware of what comes in the house, I didn't like that my brain's only indicator of success was macros. And I didn't want to completely let go of the world that I came in previous of being aware of the quality of foods that I'm taking into my body. So I I guess you could say that I wanted to make the perfect marriage of combining the structure and the intuition into my eating. And I must say part of my experience from counting macros was because I came from the world of really wanting to lose body fat and to change my body composition. And I do think that there's people that go into macro counting wanting to be more aware of how much they're eating. Are they getting enough fuel so that they can recover? But I was coming purely from a place of wanting my body to change. And I didn't eat enough. And I didn't know that I shouldn't be in a calorie deficit for more than a month and a half. And I think a lot of women do this where they go in and they under eat for like six to eight months and they can't be consistent. They're not seeing results and they don't know why. And I made this perfect disaster of under eating and then killing myself in the gym, over exercising, and I was driving myself into the ground. And that's when the undesirable habits like binging were starting. I don't regret the time that I spent macro counting because I feel like I learned a lot about food and what the different macronutrients can do for our bodies. But with that said, I have found this beautiful place where I feel like I am able to tune in and listen to my body's cues, regardless of what the numbers may or may not look like. I feel like I'm able to be in touch with, at certain times of the month, I feel like I might need some more carbohydrates or some more fat. And I feel like I'm able to honor those cues and trust my body. Those are the lessons that I learned from macro counting. I would love to hear your own experience if you would like to share with me. You can find me on social media at legit Michelle Newman, or my email is michelle at goodbodypodcast.com. I think it's important for us to know that we're not alone and that macro counting is not the only way to reach your goals. I never want to hinder somebody from trying something new because I think there's always something that can be learned. My friend Courtney Foster shared that she'll have clients come to her and say, I've tried everything and it hasn't worked. And she'll talk to them and say, well, you have learned things from the things that haven't worked yet. And I would say that is how I look at my macro counting journey. It's kind of a balancing act these days to find the line between being completely obsessive and wanting to care for your body 
I know that we can find that balance and we can find what is going to work right for us. And that means finding a lot of things that aren't going to fit into our life. And so we have to take the good and give ourselves grace and move on from it. I hope that this helped you not feel alone and I hope that you have an awesome week.